Welcome. Welcome, everyone, to Devori Darkens Live. What is going on? So much to talk about over the next three days. Uh, the next three shows is going to be part of a series. Uh, so if you're just joining live right now, you're going to want to make sure you like and subscribe so you know what's going on, of course. Uh, and number two, uh, understand what this is about. This show, Devore Darkens Live, is about helping you get what you want in your life. Doesn't matter what it is. You tell me what it is that you want. I guarantee this show is going to show you how you can get it. Why? Because everything starts with thought. That's how everything starts. The life you want starts with a thought. The health that you want, it starts with the way that you think. The money, the relationships, it all comes down to your own thinking. So this show is about helping you learn how to think, not what to think. And part of learning how to think is starting with purpose. What is the reason why you're waking up in the morning? Well, we help you see that. That's what's inside of you is your purpose. That's why you get up in the morning. Number two is your mindset. Are you thinking like the person you want to become? Because time's going to keep on ticking, right? And if you don't know how to think for yourself, you're going to conform and fall victim to what's happening around you. And number three, what actions are you really taking on a daily basis to get yourself to where you want to go, to put yourself in a position to receive the things that you want? So having said all that, that's why this show is about you, helping you get what you want. And when we go through this show, if you are getting value, you have to do one thing for us here. Make sure you double tap the screen for the people on TikTok and you like the uh, broadcast, whatever other platform you're on, whether that's YouTube or Facebook, right? Also, like I stated already, this is being recorded, so you can go back and replay this. The primary channel of this podcast is on our YouTube channel. You can always go to the YouTube channel. All of the links are in the YouTube description. So throughout this show today, I'm going to reference some links, things you can download, things you can access. All those links are always in the YouTube description. Also, this show is sponsored by the Purpose Conscious University. This is an online platform that helps people around the world live their purpose in life. You can get free access to our community on that platform. How do you do that? You go to our description in the YouTube and hit the link where it says join the Purpose Conscious University. Uh, this will take you to a page where you can get access to our free community. Why would you want to do that? Well, these podcasts are obviously me sitting here talking to you, sharing ideas with you. In the community, I'm actually teaching you some very strategic things on how to live your purpose. Uh, so that's why you're going to want to do it. If you want to learn the steps you should be taking to live your purpose in life, uh, to unlock your subconscious mind, to manifest more happiness and success, join the Purpose Conscious University, okay? Now, having said all that, what are we talking about today? I stated already that this is a three-part series, how to think for yourself. This is what this is today. Part one, why am I making this a three-part series? Because everything starts with the way that you think. So if you're sitting there wondering, why do I need to keep listening? Uh, why should I take the time out to truly hear what Devori has to say today? It's because I want you to look at the outcomes you're getting in your life right now. I want you to look at your life right now. And you tell me, what are some things you'd love to improve? 
What are some things you'd love to change? What are some things that you genuinely want? And once you have those answers, ask yourself, do you know how to get those things? Now, obviously, uh, whether you think you know, let me ask you this question. Are you actually doing something about it? Regardless of what your answers are, I guarantee the next three uh, shows or three episodes are going to help you do it at a higher level, more effectively, because it always starts with the way that you think. If you plan on getting whatever it is in your life, it's going to come down to the way that you think about it. So that begs the question, how should you start thinking so you can get the things that you want? That's what this three-part series is going to be about. And today we're going to kick this off with part number one. Now, what prompted me to start this? Well, there's been a lot of feedback, a lot of questions from the show. I've uh, received quite a few emails. And one of the common trends um, that I keep seeing is that people just don't understand how to think. So what they're doing is they're allowing their environment, their current results to control the way that they think. And this is why they're not getting what they want. Now, let me give you guys a great example of this. This is my own story here. So from a very young age, I became very angry, resentful, uh, self-conscious, um, low self-esteem, um, didn't trust anybody. Why? Well, I was born with parents who were drug addicts. I wasn't raised by them. I, was, I ended up having to be adopted, which I'm very grateful for. And I had already started out not understanding or being taught how to socialize, being taught about positivity. I wasn't being taught that. I was only being exposed to these situations um, that as a child, you don't know how to react to unless somebody is teaching you, right? And I didn't have nobody teaching me. So anyways, I become an adult and I'm walking around with all this negative thinking. I'm playing the victim, right? And that's what a lot of people are doing today. They're playing the victim role for the record. So anyways, I'm using the my parents, I'm using being sexually abused, I'm using uh, the excuse of I was bullied in school to have this hate towards other people, to not trust anybody, to um, be very selfish and, and standoffish. And these things did not get me the results that I wanted. No one wants to live a life where they are alone, they can't talk to people, and it's just nothing but anger. No one wants to do that. We just find ourselves in that position because we don't know how to think. Uh, we've only been told what to think. So anyways, that was me for my 20s. And uh, it didn't get me the results I wanted because I didn't know how to handle all that. How do you handle being self-conscious? How do you handle having low self-esteem? How do you handle when you do... Uh, end up with depression or you have anxiety or you doubt yourself constantly. What are you supposed to do when you feel that way? What's the long-term solution? Well, it's learning how to think. And I didn't really learn that until I was 30. I didn't start learning it until I was 30. Uh, and I'm going to tell you now, better late than never. Better late than never. The sooner you start learning how to think for yourself, the better your life is going to be. And it's not even close to the way your life is now. That's how big of a difference this can make for you. So if you're thinking, well, why do I need to listen? What, what am I going to get out of this? You're going to get what you want out of it. 
whatever it is that you want, what we're talking about over the next three days, you're, you're gonna, this is gonna help you get there. So, anyways, there's a lot of people out there right now that have they have a similar story. Something happened to them in the past, and they are still allowing what happened in the past to control the way that they think. They are playing the victim role, and it's not getting them the results that winners will get. They're getting results that losers get because they're thinking like one. When you go into victim mode, looking to blame, looking to hold resentment and judgment against others, you're only hurting yourself. You're only hurting yourself. And as easy as I say that, as simple as it sounds, it's probably one of the most challenging things that people have to overcome to finally start living a happy life. How are you going to live a happy life when you're holding on to pain, resentment, guilt, shame? How are you supposed to do that? Right? It's not really, it doesn't add up because the negative energy is taking up space. So there's a lot of people right now still playing the victim role. And we could really get into this deeply. And I just want to cover a cover a few areas where we see this happening, where there is there's this lack of understanding of how to think for yourself. Here are a couple of situations currently in today's times that you see that people are not thinking for themselves. Okay, number one. It's our younger generation, people fresh out of high school. Why are they having an all-time high of depression? Because they don't know how to think. What they are doing is drawing negative conclusions from situations that they are exposed to. So one, for example, would be social media. They're exposed to social media. They see what's happening on social media. They draw negative conclusions. They see someone who's successful they conclude a negative idea that they're not enough, that they should have already been there, that they should already be a millionaire at 18. It's the most ridiculous thinking ever, right? But because they don't know how to think, it's natural for you to what? Conclude a negative response, a negative idea. What am I saying? When you're not educated on how to think for yourself, when you encounter a situation in your life, and most of the time when you encounter any situation, whether you're talking to someone, you see what other people are doing, whatever it is, the news, uh, movies, whatever, naturally, you're going to conclude a negative idea. It's more natural for people to think negatively than it is positively because we are conditioned. That's why. When you grow up and you're used to negativity being highlighted so many times and positivity not being highlighted, you become very used to highlighting negative things and you end up turning something that's really positive into a negative without even knowing that's what you're doing. That's exactly what's happening to young people right now. They don't know how to think. No one's educating them. So they go on social media, they see what's going on, they start comparing themselves, that's a negative conclusion. They, they see that the, they don't have the same success as that person, that's a negative con conclusion, right? Uh, they, they look at the money that they don't have, that's a negative conclusion. They're thinking negatively. They're reacting to their environment with negative thinking because they don't know how to think. The education system does not teach our children how to think. 
It tells them what to think. There's a huge difference in that. Huge difference. And now more than ever, we have people who are being criticized for getting people to want to know how to think. And that's a very slippery slope. Because the fact of the matter is, whatever you think to be true in your life, that's exactly what's going to happen. So if you think that you are a victim, uh, if you think that you're less than somebody else, uh, if you think you're not good enough, that's what you're going to experience. And although this sounds simple as I say it, majority of people don't understand that. Because if they did, they wouldn't think the way that they do. They wouldn't speak the way that they do. They would change that. This is how we know this is a problem for a lot of people out there, especially young people. So if you're a parent out there and you have children, um, it's no question why you should be listening. But also, you should be listening so you could turn around and teach them how to think for themselves. Someone asked me one day, I was here on the show. What's the greatest gift you can give to your children? When you say gift, it's not a responsibility. Responsibility would be, I need to make sure that they're fed. We need to make sure they have a home to stay in, right? They have clothes, right? They have access to, to things to grow. Like those are implied. That's a responsibility. But a gift to your child would be what? Teaching them how to think how to make their own decisions, their own choices, to draw their own conclusions, get them to see how they can start thinking for themselves and stop conforming to what everyone else is doing. It's the greatest gift anybody could receive in life because that's mental freedom. Mental freedom is when you have the ability to think whatever you want to think. A mental prison is when you're allowing others to do your thinking for you. Right. So the first scenario we see that's happening right now, there's just a lot of young, the younger generation, they're in a state of depression and they're so deep into it, they take pride in it. They think it's cool to be depressed. They just don't know how to think. They just do not have the right information. And when they start learning how to think, um, they'll see that that type of thinking uh is a waste of time. What's the other area we see this in? Well, we see this when it comes to money. Most people allow money to dictate their happiness. If you don't have a certain amount of money, you're not happy. If you don't have a certain amount of money, you're not grateful. If you don't have a certain amount of money, um, you're nobody, right? What people do is they make money the single thing that will dictate their identity in this world. They're not thinking for themselves at that point. They're allowing money to do the thinking for them. They have become a slave to money. And a lot of that comes from bad money beliefs. That's what that is. When you don't understand money, how are you supposed to know how to think about it? How are you going to have the right mindset about money if you don't understand money? 
That's why what we talk about on the show, these are fundamentals. These are principles, timeless. This is not strategy. Uh, These principles are what all successful people are using. So one principle is the principle of understanding. How do you know what to think? How do you know how to think? How do you know what to do if you don't understand? If you don't understand money, how are you going to develop the mindset that's positive around money? Understanding is that foundation. But most people today still don't understand money. Um, and they spend their money on things that they know they shouldn't. They spend their money on things that do not provide value to their life. In some cases, people are just spending money because they feel they don't deserve the money. So they get rid of it quickly. They don't know how to think. They're not in control. This is what's happening. Question is, is this happening to you? When you start learning how to think, you can get in control of your money situation. Your current money situation is all based on the way that you think about money. It's always based on that. Most people think lack when it comes to money. And there are people who think abundance. So one way or another, when you start learning how to think, you can get in control of that. What's the other area? Or the other scenario that people are going through. Relationships. When you don't know how to think for yourself, you're asking for, you're asking to have problems in your relationships. In fact, I would say that you're going to end up attracting the wrong people. The wrong person. Not just intimate relationships, but even with your friends and coworkers. If you don't know how to think for yourself... You're going to be hanging around the wrong people who are probably going in the wrong direction. More than likely, that's exactly what's going to happen. It is very important that you understand that. You have to understand that. That if you're not learning how to think for yourself, these people around you, they're going to hijack your thinking. They're going to make decisions for you. And these are not people who are going where you want to go. So it's no accident that if you think negatively, you're around someone who thinks negatively. That's not by accident. That's by law. Like energy attracts like energy. So you start thinking the way you want to think. You start to think positively. You'll stop hanging around people like that. Because it won't resonate with you anymore. And that's a good place to be in. That means you have outgrown that relationship. Right? So that that is uh, another situation there. You keep thinking that you're not worthy. You're not good enough. You don't deserve love. 
Who are you going to attract? Somebody who's going to treat you that way. Because you're not thinking for yourself. That's why. So, I think you guys are getting the point. That every problem that people say they have in their life, it's always going to come down to, do they understand how to think for themselves so they can move on from this? Do they understand the process of thinking so they can get the results that they want? The question or the answer is no. That's why they're in that position to begin with, because they're ignorant. They don't know what they don't know. But as you guys are listening to this today, my expectation is you're no longer ignorant, that you start to get the right information and you're starting to understand, which is really good, right? So one more, one more area here or one more thing I want to address is what we're being exposed to in today's times. The great thing about technology is we have access to information at our fingertips, right? Well, the flip side of that is a lot of the information is based on fear, scarcity, and lack. What information am I referring to? The information that the news puts out. If if your objective is to live a happy life, I don't understand why you would ever watch the news unless it was because of some important announcement or something like that or um you know some crazy event the entire world is listening to other than that there's no reason to watch the news uh the news is based on fear but when you don't know how to think for yourself you believe what the news will tell you the news no longer has to be they don't they no longer have to tell the truth they just need to be first in whatever it is that they're saying. They just need to get your attention. They can care less whether it's true or not. And I can't remember a time where someone sued the newspaper or magazine or news channel and successfully won. So in saying that, these individuals, they no one can tell these people what to do. They're going to say what they want to say. It's all controlled. And if you're not thinking for yourself, um, they're going to plant their negative ideas in your subconscious mind. It's exactly what they're going to do. They're going to make things be out. They're going to make things seem like seem bigger than what they really are. That's exactly what the news will do. They could be talking about something. That happens maybe less than 1% of the time every year. And they make it sound like it happens 99% of the time. You guys ever notice that? If you to really do your research and investigate these topics they bring up, you'll see that they're talking about stuff that rarely ever happens. But they make it sound like it happens every single day. And when people do not know how to think for themselves, what do they do? They turn on the news channel, they listen to what they're saying, and they believe what they're saying. Then they go out in the world with that attitude, with that belief, thinking what the news told them to think.
Do you see how that's a recipe for disaster? If you're watching the news, I don't know what else to, to tell you. That just isn't a, it's not a healthy thing to do. I think we all can relate to that. <laughs> um, the other thing is music. That's the other thing. And the particular music that I'm referring to is definitely hip hop and rap. There's no question. You see, the objective is not to tell people to be scared of listening to that music. No, that's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is educate people on what they're listening to and let them draw their own conclusions. Let them see that, hey, should I really be listening to this? Is this really helping me think in the way that I should? Or is it helping me or is it causing me to develop the wrong idea about life? You see, there was a time where hip-hop and rap was more about the emotion and the rhythm and the energy behind it. That's not the case today, guys. You just take you just look up some lyrics. You look up the visuals that they are showing in these music videos. Um and and then you wonder why you see. People on social media posing with their rifles. You see why people are on social media barely wearing any clothes, twerking for the camera. Where'd they learn that from? They learned that from music, from the music videos. You see, people are not thinking for themselves. That's just clear as day. Um, but people still listen. And I think there's something to be said for the repetition. Am I saying you should never listen to hip hop and rap? It's the devil's music. I'm not saying that whatsoever. What I'm saying is you should be very intelligent with what you're listening to. Sometimes you want to listen to some hip hop and rap. That's cool. And I think there's a lot of artists out there that are not talking about what I'm saying right now. Uh, their music is uplifting. Um, there are plenty of people who rap that have lyrics like that. Um, that. I'm not referencing them. I'm talking about the type of music that you know that if you heard your child reciting and you saw your child dressing like they do in the music video, you would lose your shit. That's what I'm talking about. And these people who run the news stations, the individuals who run the music industry, you think they really care about your health? They don't. They care about the money. They operate from a place of fear, scarcity, and lack. And they are going to do whatever they can to stay in control of controlling you. Because if they can't control you, what's their purpose in life? They're finished. What's the point of news if nobody listens? How do we get them to listen? Let's just make up stuff. 
Let's make them scared. Let's get their attention. How do we make people click on the music videos and talk about them? We make it as crazy as we possibly can. They know what they're doing. Question is, do you know what they're doing? And a lot of the people who are listening to this stuff, you, you wonder where they learn it from. And again, this circles back on relationships. The greatest gift you can give your children is their ability to learn how to think. Especially if they don't have a father. Especially if they're growing up in a single parent household. It's very important. In fact, it's urgent that you start teaching them how to think for themselves. Because they're already emotionally imbalanced. And if they don't know how to deal with that, they're going to keep doing what? Concluding? They're going to keep concluding that these negative emotions that they're having is their fault. And they're going to start blaming themselves on why they had one parent. They're going to start becoming very angry. And they're going to lash out. It doesn't take a therapist to see this. This is obvious. But are we mature enough to admit to ourselves in the mirror that we played a role in that? I'd say there's quite a few parents out there that they're willing to do that, and they have done that, and I'd also say the opposite as well. So what do you do is you do whatever you can to start teaching these children how to think for themselves. You just have to. And in order to do that, you need to learn how to think for yourself. You can't give something to someone you don't have. But it doesn't take a rocket scientist to get on social media and see how people are controlled. To see that people are not actually thinking for themselves. To see that people are just copying each other left and right. Seeking validation. Looking for attention. Looking for approval. They don't understand the word service. They are out there trying to get things out of people instead of serving. You could tell. People are not thinking. They're controlled. They have conformed. That's the issues here. And it all comes down to the root cause, which is ignorance. When you don't know how to think, people are just going to tell you what to think, and, and you're going to go along with it. It's like when you don't have a dream, you'll end up being in someone else's dream. So I think so far, you could see the seriousness behind this. That everywhere, you're, everywhere you are going, you are being told what to think. By your friends, your family, your co-workers, advertising, marketing, music, Hollywood, the news, celebrities, all of it. You're being told what to think. Instead of learning how to think. So, what's the first step to learning how to think? What would that be? And before I get into it, if you haven't already, you're going to want to hit the like button. If you're getting value from this. If you're on TikTok, double tap the screen. Let's see here. All right. So what's the first step to learning how to think for yourself? 
Well, understanding that you've been given mental faculties. Now think about this. There is an opposite to everything in life. There's a left, there's a right, there's an up and a down. You know this. Well, we have these five senses. What we see, hear, smell, taste, and touch. Those would be our five senses. Now, there's more senses than that, but listen. Five senses. Primary, right? That's what we use to communicate with our 3D world here, right? What you see, what you hear, what you smell, taste, and touch. That's what you're using. Well, what's the opposite of that? Our mental faculties. They're non-physical. This is your imagination, your reason, your will, your intuition, your perception, and memory. I just said there's a law of opposites. There's an opposite to everything. What's the opposite to our physical senses? It's our non-physical senses. It's our higher mental faculties. Imagination, reason, will, intuition, perception, memory. Now, do you think... For a second here, that they brought that up during school. No. No, they never they never bring this up. They're telling kids what to think. You need to learn about triangles and the, you know, these charts and all this other stuff. What does that have to do with teaching someone how to think? How is calculating the degrees in a triangle going to help a child win in life? It doesn't. It's general knowledge. It's not specialized. So when I say your imagination, your reason, your will, your intuition, your perception and memory, this is foreign language to a lot of people. They don't know. So it's no secret that we have... It's just by design, it's perfection that we do have these higher mental faculties. If we didn't, how would we, how would we act? We would act like animals. We would do what animals do. Total reaction, 100% instinct. That's what we would do. Now, we do have flashes of that, and there are people living their lives like that because they're ignorant. They don't know what they don't know. They're caught up in life. In their environment. But that's what separates us from animals. Our ability to think. We have these mental faculties. You don't see an animal sit there and start pondering on what they want to create in their life. No, it's all reaction. It's all reaction. I think Bob Proctor says it best. Animals blend into their environment. We are disoriented in our environment. Why? Because we have the power to create our own environment. That's why. So this first part of understanding how to think is well, you got to use your mental faculties. You have to understand what they are. So let's go through them here. Imagination. What is that exactly? It's what you've been doing since you were born. Whatever you were imagining, that's using your imagination. Visualizing. We think in pictures. So the pictures that you have on the screen in your mind, that's you using your imagination. Here's the issue. Most people are not used to using their imagination in a constructive manner. 
They use their imagination in a destructive manner. They use it against themselves. They picture the worst case scenario. In fact, they allow the music videos, they allow the news, they allow celebrities, they allow social media to drive the pictures that are in their mind. And these pictures are negative. And it's not a good look. So you got to use your imagination in a constructive way by focusing on what it is that you want to happen. Visualizing what it is that you want. When you think about your dream, your goal, that's you using your imagination. Now, yesterday I asked you, uh, this was, I did a late show yesterday, so maybe some of you guys didn't see it. But here's the bottom line. During the show, I was talking about this where I said, if you were to pick up a lemon right now, in your imagination, picture yourself right now picking up a lemon, and I want you to picture yourself biting into the lemon. Tell me your muscles do not start to tense in your mouth when you do that. Of course they do. Why? I just said it. Your physical senses, what you see, hear, smell, taste, and touch, there must be an opposite to that. Your higher mental faculties, your imagination, is the non-physical part of your senses. So you can literally see something in your mind, and it feels real. It feels real. It feels real. Your imagination can make you feel like you're actually eating the real thing. And you can taste it in your mouth. You can feel it. You can smell it. This is, um, this is the root of it all, folks. If you're not developing your imagination, the chances of you actually thinking are slim to none. Now, let me back up really quick here and, and make a point. When we're talking about how to think, we have to understand that majority of people never think. Never. And when they do, it often, it usually is when their back is against the wall, things are crumbling down, and now they have to start getting creative. But the average person walking down the street on a day-to-day -day basis is not actually thinking. They are reacting to their environment. They are only living in the 3D world. That's it. If they start to have some imagination, they immediately say, oh, that, that's stupid. Why am I even thinking that way? They immediately reject it. Most people are not thinking whatsoever. Just because you emotionally react doesn't mean you're thinking. Just because you have a lot of thoughts running through your mind does not mean you're thinking. Thinking is when you deliberately exercise your higher mental faculties, where you say to yourself, I'm going to imagine what I want. That's when you're actually thinking. This is why when someone comes up to you, or something happens, and it's a situation, you have a choice to react or respond. Well, people who respond, they're actually thinking in that moment. They're pausing, 
They're choosing to think about what they want instead of allowing what happened to control what they think. So I had to make that point because I think that um, this whole word thinking is not really understood. Just because you got a lot of things going on in your mind does not mean you're actually thinking. You're reacting. You're not in control. You're out of control. So the first step to getting in control and learning how to think for yourself is exercising your imagination. Visualize what it is that you want. Number two would be your reason. This is your power of choice, what you choose to accept or reject. What does that exactly mean? Well, I turn on the news on accident and they're saying, oh, 10,000 people are just died today. The world's falling apart. Am I going to accept what they said or am I going to reject it? Why would you accept what they say? That wouldn't make any sense. That would cause you to start living in fear. So you would want to reject something like that. You know, this is your this is your reason. You can reject what I'm saying right now. You don't have to accept the things that I'm saying. That's a choice that you have. That's a choice that you have. You can accept or reject. And I highly recommend you start accepting good and reject things that do not serve you. Reject things that provide no value. Accept things that do provide value, that do make you think, that makes you see more positive in your life or positivity. Just because someone else is upset doesn't mean you have to be. Right? The other thing about your reason is so important because you're starting to use your imagination to focus on what it is that you want. If you don't exercise your reason, your friends, your colleagues, your family, society, they're going to hijack that dream. Why? Because you're accepting their opinions. When you allow opinions to drive your decision making, you have no dream of your own. You have no desire, no motivation. You're finished. You should be rejecting people's opinions because they really don't matter in the end. The number one opinion that matters is you. What is your opinion of yourself? What is your opinion of what it is that you want in your life? That's what really matters. Of course, you care about what your wife thinks of you, what your husband, what your children. Of course, you're going to care. But you cannot allow it to get to a point where they are in control of you. That's a mental prison. When you start, when you start using your mental faculties, you break out of this mental prison into mental freedom. You start thinking about what you want. You start rejecting things that are not in harmony with that. This brings me to number three, which would be your will. This is your ability to focus on what it is that you want. And in today's times, this is as important as ever because we're constantly exposed to distractions.
So even if you can focus even 10% better than you've been, you're going to win. There are plenty of distractions every single day. There's an abundance of them. But what you have to do is exercise your will. You have to focus on whatever it is you're supposed to be focusing on right now. Like, I'm only focusing on this show right now. I have a meeting after this. I'm not thinking about that, even though I had to mention it. I'm only focusing on right now. And when I sit there and I will do my visualization and write out my gratitude list, I'm focusing on what it is that I, I, I want to happen. Or when you do start the business or you start investing into yourself and you start making changes, what happens? You start, people start coming out of the woodwork with all these different opportunities. Try this, try that. You need to stick to your original plan. You need to focus on doing the thing. Right? You got that. You get it. See, this is how to think, not what to think. How to think starts with your imagination. What are you going to visualize? What picture are you going to build in your mind? Is it a picture based on fear, scarcity, and lack? Or is it a picture based on joy, love, and abundance? The choice is yours, of course. And that leads to your reason. What are you choosing to accept or reject as true in your life? A lot of people will say, well, we're in a recession. You know what? They're in a recession. I'm not. You could tell yourself that. And why do so many people, why would people not think? Why would people choose not to think for themselves, even after being exposed to this information? Because they fear judgment. They fear criticism. They care too much about what others think of them. Some people around you, they can't understand why you think so positively. They don't need to understand, and you don't need their understanding. You don't need to worry about that. When you start outgrowing people around you, they're going to question you. That's okay. That's great, actually, because that means you're doing something. If you weren't doing nothing with your life, you wouldn't have anybody to say anything. They wouldn't have nothing to say. But if you got people that always have something to say, it's because you're going, you're doing things, and they're not doing anything. You see, there's something to be said for learning how to think for yourself and stop allowing emotions and feelings to drive your behavior uh, because you're allowing the circumstances to control your emotions. Most people would rather just be upset and angry. And they feel some type of power in that. Some people feel the power in being a victim and blaming other people. They seem to embrace that. They love it. And those are the last people that you need to attempt to convince how to think. You're going to waste your time with those people. They're closed-minded. They're closed-minded. And that's what we see today. We see today that people are conditioned to believe that they're victims. We've got people believing that they are oppressed. 
We got people believing that the system is against them and is holding them back from success. We got people thinking that they live in the most in the worst country in the world. Uh, we got people thinking that um, the world is falling apart and it's going to self-destruct tomorrow. We got people thinking the worst. Why? Because they were told to think that way. They didn't choose to think that way. They were told to think that way. They've been conditioned to think that way. If they truly started to learn about their mental faculties and understanding the connection of that to their behavior and the results they're getting in their life, they'd stop listening to those people. Let's just keep it as honest as possible here. What does a government have to do with you and your happiness and your decision-making? What does your friends, your coworkers, and your family have to do with you waking up in the morning and thinking for yourself and going after your dreams? What do they really have to do with it? What does the celebrity, the social influencer, the movies, the music, what does that have to do with you waking up in the morning and going after what you want? Most people make it about that. And what they're really doing is they're allowing the outside to control the inside. That's what they're doing. And that's not how to think. That's not thinking. That's being controlled. That's being programmed. That's conforming. That's what that is. That's exactly what that is. So this mental faculty called reason, where you accept or reject, um, reject means you don't accept what other people are telling you. You reject people's opinions. Someone gives me the opinion that, hey, you know, um, it's, it's a terrible economy right now. I don't think you should start this business. I'm rejecting what they're saying because that's their own belief. That's their own belief. That's their own belief. And um, why would I accept their limiting belief? I would reject it. That's what that means. When someone tells you, oh, we can't do that. We can't do this. That's not possible. Automatic rejection. Because that's limited that's limiting beliefs speaking. That's what that is. It's their limiting beliefs that are speaking out loud. How many times do we have to see someone come along like an Elon Musk to prove that all things are possible? Well, you know, I, I, it's so hard out here. Inflation is high, man. I, I just can't. We can't survive. Now, what you're doing is allowing what's happening on the outside to control what's happening on the inside. This is a triggering moment for some people out there, and they need to hear this. Stop allowing inflation. Stop allowing who the president of the United States is. Stop allowing politicians to make you live in fear. That's exactly what they're doing. And you put yourself in a place emotionally where you become a slave to them. And you're depending on every word 
Tell me, is that a happy life? Come on, guys. It's not. Although, is it a fact that there is inflation right now and it's at an all-time high? That is a fact. Absolutely. But what does that have to do with me waking up in the morning and pursuing my dreams in life? That has nothing to do with it. What does that have to do with me waking up in the morning and making sure I'm better than I was yesterday? You see, people allow what's happening on the outside to control what's happening on the inside. None of these things really matter in the end. Unless, of course, you believe they do and that's what you will experience. It will matter for you. Because that's what you think. You're not exercising your higher mental faculties when we do things like that. It doesn't matter what other people are doing, what they are saying, and what your culture or community is so caught up in. Um, what matters is what are you going to focus on at the end of the day? Because time's going to keep on ticking for you. And you can, get, you can get busy living your life, or you can get busy being a slave. But the choice is going to be yours, of course. We're talking about mental freedom here, folks. Mental freedom means you are exercising your ability to think for yourself, to discern, to not get wrapped up emotionally in every little thing that's happening in the world. That's what we're talking about. People today are complaining so much that I'm not happy. Life is terrible. Life is this and that. There's, it's a self-inflicting thing that they're doing. They're stabbing themselves up emotionally. They're locking themselves in a mental prison. All because they don't know. And if that's been you, then this show today is obviously good timing. Because it doesn't have to be that way. You don't have to wake up in the morning and look for something to be wrong. You don't have to wake up in the morning and expect things are going to be bad. You don't have to wake up in the morning and live a day where everything is getting you all pissed off. You don't have to do that. That's a choice. And when you start seeing what it is that you want by using your imagination, when you start exercising your reason to look for the good in something and accept that and reject whatever is bad, you start using your will to focus on what the truth really is, you're not going to get caught up in what everybody else is getting caught up in. You're just not. And again, anybody who's been living in America, you know in the past few years prime example of this whether it was politics whether it was uh you know the pandemic um all these things showed a lot of people's colors it showed the individuals who were thinking for themselves and it showed the people who were not it showed how easily people can be controlled it showed how easily people could can live in fear it showed that. 
Now, listen, I'm not the person who's telling you that what happened is not true. It does exist, it did exist, and it did happen. Yes, absolutely. But when you watch the news during that time, they would have you believe that this was the deadliest thing on the planet Earth. And guys, we know that's not true. We know it. But they'd make you believe it was, and it is. And look how many lives were turned upside down. Look how many relationships were spoiled. Look at how many jobs were lost because it went from a, hey, here's what's happening to this is how you're going to think about this moving forward. And they controlled people and they made people jump out of character. They made people live in fear. They made companies operate in fear. And none of that got a great result. It was all negative results. None of it was actually productive. I'm saying this to say that I don't care what side you are on when it comes to this conversation. I'm not here to tell you what to think. I'm just here to teach you how to think. You always have a choice. Are you going to allow what's happening on the outside to control what happens on the inside? If you do, you are giving up your power and you're leaving yourself out there to not live a happy life. Now, you can make the choice to live from the inside out, to think your own truth, to choose what you're going to be emotionally involved in. And what you choose to get emotionally involved in, what you choose to focus on are the good things in life. Focusing on the bad things in life, focusing on things that scare you, Focusing on things that are negative, how does that ever help you get what you want? When has that ever helped you get what you want? Or what you wanted? When has that ever helped you? So, this is a, you could see this in your own life. And that's a daily choice. Again, this first part, part one to how to think for yourself. It starts with understanding that you have mental faculties. You have the ability to think for yourself. You have the ability to get out of your 3D world and use your imagination and disconnect yourself from the distractions. You have the ability to do that. Now, this may not be, um, a, you know, you may find that this is interesting when you start trying to do this because. You haven't done this for quite some time. This is not a habit. You have to make it a habit. And a habit requires discipline, requires consistency. It, it requires a committed decision. So it may take you a little bit to finally get this. But understand something. You can get this. You can think for yourself. You can get yourself to a place emotionally where people are not in control of you. You can absolutely do that. And then you could turn around and teach your children to do the same thing. You absolutely can do that. And we're going to show you how to do that, which I'll get into tomorrow's episode on that. All right. Uh, let's see. What questions do we have from you guys today? And let's see here. Yeah, hit the like button. <laughs> Thanks. All right. Let's see what you guys have to say. 
What kind of mic is that? A Shure 7MB. Somebody from Kenya. Gerald from Kenya says, how do you keep a consistency in your thought process? Uh, the consistency comes with practice. It comes with a burning desire. It comes with understanding. It's like anything else. It's a habit. Haskins writes, I deal with unending shame from something I did in the past. I don't know how to move on and forgive. Yeah, um, here's the thing about it. What is the good thing about what you did in the past? Is there anything good that came out of that? There always is something good, by the way. There's the law of opposites. What is the law? The law is something that happens to everyone, everywhere, all the time. The law of opposites exists for everyone everywhere all the time if there's something you did in the past that was something you're not proud of best believe there is something good about it but your responsibility is to look for that and once you find that you need to focus on that you also have to understand that you can't change it either that it shaped you to be who you are today Uh, let's see here. A lot of shout outs. Thank you, guys. I appreciate the support. More people need to be on this part of TikTok. I, I hear you. <laughs> That's why we're here every day, right? More and more people are watching. We've got more and more people joining. Um, you know, I don't really like looking at podcast numbers very often, but when I do, I do notice that the numbers are increasing. So we do know that people are are listening more and more, and I'm very, very grateful for that. Um, and yeah, that's, that's why we're here. After a long day of work, this is therapeutic. <laughs> Thank you. I'm making my teenagers listen to this on YouTube. That's really good. Yeah, the news can be very depressing. That's for sure. You're right, but just listening and being impressionable are different. Well, here's the reality. Most people don't know how to think for themselves, so they accept what they expose themselves to on a repetitive basis. That's true. It's very true. Let's read this from Think and Go Rich by Napoleon Hill. Um, this would be in... The chapter called Faith. Page 80. Now this copy of this book is in my YouTube description, by the way. He says that the repetition of affirmations to your subconscious mind is the only known method of voluntary development of the emotion of faith. To prove how powerful this is, this will be explained with the point on how some men become criminals. When men first come into contact with crime, they avoid it. If they remain in contact with crime for a time, they start to become accustomed to it and endure it. 
If they remain in contact with crime long enough, they will finally start to embrace it and they will become influenced by it. You see, it's only a matter of time. Some people can listen to some negative piece of information and not think nothing of it. But if they were to keep listening to it every single day, it's like this. There's no problem with eating burgers and fries. It's when you start to eat burgers and fries every single day with soda and cookies and chips. Now you're asking for health problems. Yep, setting boundaries. How do I dissolve my ego? This is from Nadine, I believe. Um, I don't think the goal is to dissolve your ego. I think the goal is to be able to know when to use your ego and when not to. I think the goal should be to understand how to get the most out of your ego to get you to where you want to go. You know, I, I think the ego is what's getting you to take the actions you need to take. Right? So there's some balance there. It's not, it's not, we shouldn't treat it like it's an enemy. We should look, we should seek to understand it and then become a master of it. Uh, Sarah writes, can imagination be good for us? Absolutely it is. That's exactly what you should be doing. That's exactly what you should be doing. Yes, I'm talking about mindset. Yep, that is true. Reacting is using the lowermost part of your brain, literally. Um, the reason why I'm not making eye contact with you is because my primary show is on YouTube. I'm looking at the YouTube camera. So if you want to see me looking at you, go over to YouTube. <laughs> I'm on Facebook. I'm on TikTok all at the same time. So, you know. How do you reject your spouse's opinion? Well, the answer is in the question. Just reject it. Don't believe it. Don't give it any energy. Stop thinking about it. Don't give it any attention. Let it go. Focus on what you want instead. See, you're, you're either thinking about one or two things at one time. Either you're thinking about what it is that you want or you're thinking about what you don't want. That is a choice. So if there is an opinion that is made that is not productive, does not provide value, and is not helping you get to where you want to go, then in that scenario, I would absolutely reject it. Right? Um, and the other thing is this. What we have to also work on in relationships is stop taking things so personal. Like you don't have to take everything. Uh, you don't have to make it like it's an attack on you. Is my point, right? Uh, let's see here. I'm just gonna bypass that question because that question doesn't make any sense. 
Uh, I don't think it has anything to do with what we're talking about today. Let's see here. I'm a baker, so inflation has a lot to do with it, but learning to stay positive. Yeah, because you allow it to. Why do you think there are people who become rich when the economy is in the trash? And why do people become broke when the economy is flourishing? It's their thinking. The only difference between you as a baker and the next baker down the street is going to be your thinking. How are you going to respond to what's happening? That's what we're talking about today. You'd be surprised if you really start to sit down and get creative how this inflation doesn't really impact your business. But you have to be open-minded enough to do that. You have to be willing to think your own truth. You have to be willing to seek the solution and not get caught up in the problem. Somebody right now who owns a business is having a record-breaking month despite inflation. Some family is moving into their dream home today despite inflation. Someone is getting into the best shape of their life despite inflation. Somebody is meeting their love of their life despite inflation. So we tend, we're, we're, we're trained and conditioned to make things bigger than what they really are. The only way you're going to stop being controlled by fear is understanding it. You're having fear because you're stepping outside your comfort zone. You're about to take action on something that you really want to do and you haven't done it before. Well, that makes sense. You should be scared. And again, we have to understand that we've been trained to be uh, to shut down and quit when we become scared. We were not taught to keep pushing forward. But that is the solution is to keep moving forward. To embrace the fear and understand that it's a good thing. The higher mental the can you repeat the higher mental faculties? Imagination, uh, imagination, reason, will, intuition, perception, memory. How do you have clarity and faith in your dreams when you feel they are too big? Why do you feel they are too big? Why do you feel they are too big? Where are you getting that from? What makes you believe that your dream is too big? Are those facts or is, or is that an opinion? How do you know your dream is too big? Did somebody tell you that? These are questions to you're going to want to answer for yourself. Tracy on YouTube says, I bought an investment property during the GFC. There you go. 
Let's see here. Yolanda writes, I have a life-changing opportunity that would be a dream come true, but I'm procrastinating. What are you so worried about? Let me ask you this question. What's bigger of a risk? You taking advantage of this life-changing opportunity or you not taking advantage of this opportunity and when you get to the end of your life, you have regret. Which one's a bigger risk? Let me ask you this question as well. What will the consequences be if you do not take advantage of this opportunity? I would challenge you to write those down on a sheet of paper. Hey, Devorah, I started reading The Power of Awareness. Very powerful book. Absolutely it is. The best way to control your negative thoughts is not to try to control. Stop giving it energy. Just understand the negative thoughts, they're not you. You have negative thoughts, but they're not you. I tried to do the audiobook of Thinking Go Rich. It was incredibly boring. Uh, need to find time to read. You have time right now. You have time right now. And by the way, don't make the objective to read or listen to the entire book. Make the goal to read one page or listen to one page on repeat. That's what you should be doing. All right, let's see here. We're going to take a couple more comments and then we're going to wrap up here. Yep, they should be teaching children this exactly. What's a good starting point to get my children uh, some of these principles? Um, yeah, I, I just think that you just task them with reading one paragraph every day. Don't make them try to read the entire book. Just get them to practice one principle, one principle at a time, one habit at a time. And they're kids. They're going to catch on to it faster than adults will. Uh, Think and Grow Rich is the name of the book. Think and Grow Rich. All right. I think we had one more comment I wanted to address. Um, how do you create the outcome that you want? I'm going to tell you right now because I have to go listen to yesterday's podcast. That's exactly what it was about. The five essential steps to manifesting your desired outcome. That's what that yesterday's podcast is about. So I'd go back and listen to that. You're going to love it. All right, guys. Uh, we're going to wrap up here. This has been Devore Darkens Live, a podcast that is dedicated to helping you get what you want in your life. And um, here's the deal, guys. It's all going to come down to how you think. Not necessarily what you're thinking about, but how do you think. Which means you got to learn how to think. If the source of everything that you see in your physical world comes from a thought, then it would make sense to learn how to think the thoughts 
that get you what you want in your life. And so this has been part one. We're going to get into part two tomorrow. Again, this has been recorded, so you can go back and rewatch this and listen to it on Spotify, Google, Apple, and Amazon podcasts. All right, everyone. This is the show. We'll see you tomorrow. Take care.